What's up, dude? What's up, man? How you been? Same old. Same old. Just whatever, you know. No more school, so. Ah, that's right. Summer break. Summer break. Congrats, you made it. Yeah, two years down. I got 28 more to go. Why 30 years? What's that? So Pennsylvania does this thing. It's it's, it's probably going to get changed by the time I get to retirement age. But um, when you're a teacher in Pennsylvania, you have to meet an age requirement as well as a like years of service, like years of teaching. Yeah. Um, and with like my like age and how it works, it's gonna be it's gonna be between thirty and thirty three years. I but I'm just hopefully thirty. Yeah, but we will see. I'll probably, I'll probably die before I retire. Honestly, thanks, America. No, uh, that's more so my idiotic self and my stupid decisions, and even well, even without that, my health issues. I mean, you did you see everything like in with like France? Like when they were revolting against their government over the past couple months. No, I don't pay attention to France. I figured, but anyway, <laughs> France has a like a government pension. So like everyone, every French person at the age of sixty can automatically retire, and then they get a government pension at age sixty. So nobody works past sixty, but they raised the age to 62 and everyone like there was like riots in the streets like Paris or France just like pussies completely revolted against their government pussies they should revolt against their government being absolutely the biggest group of pussies in the history of of the world yeah like there I don't think there's been a single country in the history of the world that has looked as big and worthless as France has. Like, if you can give me an example of, like, a country looking like big-ass pussies compared to France, let me know. What are your thoughts on everyone who was neutral during the World Wars, the Switzerlands and the Belgians? That's, that's their history. I will never understand anyone being neutral about anything because I feel like it is just a natural human being to pick one side or the other, but it is their history, and... If they want to stay out of it, stay out of it. Which I'm surprised that Hitler, if you think about it, I'm surprised Hitler just didn't say, fuck it, I'm taking over Switzerland as well. Because he could have, right? Theoretically. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, he had, I mean, he had, it surrounded. He had Italy, Germany, and France, which are the three company, countries that border Switzerland. Yeah, and Switzerland yeah. is small. He could have walked right in. There had to have been a strategic reason why he didn't, though. I mean, I maybe the Alps. Well, no, but that's not like he could have found an entry point. I mean, Switzerland's landlocked. There would have been someplace to go. I wonder if there was like a, like a, if Switzerland was as a neutral company, I keep saying company, as a neutral country, like providing financing or weapons or something like that. I don't know. I, but like, I, I mean, it just like maybe, I don't know. That's just weird to me. You think like with like how big, a maniac killer was, he would have just walked right into Switzerland and said, fuck it, 
we're going to take you over too. So that's I, pretty I much what, yeah, well, he did that to Belgium. So you're right. I don't know why he left Switzerland out. Maybe just one of those things where it's like, but here, let's like, let's think about this for a second. Say like Hitler actually did win World War II, right? Yeah. And he took over Europe. Like, would it, would Europe, would Europe look like, if you look at a map, like all, let's just say black for like Germany controlled like territories. And then in the center of the Europe map, there'd be like a yellow, like part of it that a yellow little dot that is Switzerland. Like, how do you think that would work? I bet it would look like the Soviet Union where like, you know, like there were technically countries that all rolled up to like the bigger, like, like the motherland, so to speak. So like all the European countries would still be countries, but they would all essentially have puppet governments that just like existed under German rule. But I don't know what Switzerland, I think Switzerland would probably just be its own thing. I'm sure had, had Germany won World War II, I think Switzerland would have had to negotiate something to stay independent. I don't know what I, that would have been. I don't know what they bring yeah. to the table, but other than like banking, but I yeah. don't know. I mean, I don't want to say. I wish I, in a hypothetical world, well, I, I would no, like to I, see yeah. it happen. But yeah, I would, I, I'd be interested to see like what would have happened with Switzerland specifically if you know shit hit the fan and that the opposite happened. Yeah, I'm, an interesting hypothetical. Yeah, but who knows. I love World War II, dude. I love reading all about it. I think that's one of the things I'll actually read about. Yeah. That, the Cold War for me, but I do like World War II history I, very much. I, I, I like Cold War, but I don't, I don't know. Like, like, I like the little, like, I like the Bay, Bay of Pigs and, like, all that, the Cuban Missile and all that. But, yeah. like, I, Cold War to me is just, I fucking hate the Soviets and... You know, that like to me, Cold War is miracle on ice. Yeah, like that was the biggest battle in the in the whole what fifty years of, uh, forty years of uh, tension, I guess. Yeah, like pretty much the end of World War Two to nineteen ninety, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be, when I lived in Prague and just like learning about life under. The Soviet rule is very interesting. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I to me it goes like World War Two. Um, see, I don't like World War One as much. Just I like just I like the like uh, alliances that get like tied in with it and how everything was drawn in, but nothing yeah. really like gets me going. Um. The revolution. World War One was absolutely brutal, though. I mean, oh, there's, a, there's a documentary that Peter Jackson did called "They Shall Not Grow Old," and it was about. It was basically just a bunch of like World War One footage because that was the first war where there was actually like cameras filming what was going on. Granted, the footage was pretty terrible, so he like restored a bunch of it and put it into this documentary. And like, it was it, they literally there was like points in the movie they were like showing these like. Because it was just all just like, you know, trench warfare, jump over the trench and then sprint towards the enemy and hope for the best. And like they had footage of dudes like literally like thousands of British shoulder soldiers all just like piled up against the walls of the trenches. And then there would just be a caption like, 
yeah, within 20 minutes, 75% of the people you're seeing in this footage would be dead because they would yeah. all just like jump over the wall and they'd get mowed down by like machine guns and then run back. And then the Germans would run toward them and they'd mow them down with machine guns and the Germans, would, and like nobody ever went anywhere. Like that's just yeah. World War One was like if if you had to like rank the wars you wish you could fight in, like World War One is the bottom of the list because it's like when well that's when like all the when technology they, when came had, out too. Yeah, but there was also no regulation, so there was like gas warfare. There was like you know like well, machine guns and bombing and shit, like all the brutal stuff that had no regulation, like no like you know, international, like, you know, because these days you can't, like, nobody's come up with warfare because everyone kind of, it's like the unspoken rule. But, like, that didn't exist. That's what I want to look into. I've always wanted to look into it, and I've just never done it. I'll probably do it tomorrow. Like, the rules of, like, war or rules of engagement or whatever, like, like, if I'm in war, I'm going to do everything I can to defeat you. Like, I don't, like, so I want to know, like, what are the rules of war? And, like, where did, like, people like so say like you had a conference where people were like okay these are the rules of war and say some country wasn't a part of that conference do they follow that or is this or is it just a like worldwide known like here's the 10 rules or 10 commandments of war and then don't break it or anything anything like that i that's a good question i don't know the only one i know of is like the gas warfare but other than that i have no idea See, I didn't, I didn't know that. I, I, anyway. but, but again, I, don't, I don't know if that, like, like, I don't know who all agreed to that and it worked like everybody just gets like an unspoken. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm going to look into that tomorrow. I'm, I, I actually have a day off tomorrow, so I want to look into that. Not bad. I love him. Dude. Me too. In another life, I would have been not a history teacher. If I were a history teacher, I'd want to be like a college professor, history teacher. Uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I'd want I mean, to be like an expert in a subject and like, like go on like, like expeditions and like do research, like field research and stuff. I, I want to be, I, I mean, I went back for it for a semester and a half uh, for like a high school one. To me, that'd be so fun. And I, I, I like the classes. Like what, like, what, like, cause I'm trying to think. High school history, we took European history, we took U.S. history. I think that was it. I think those were the only two history classes. No, we, yeah, Amer- European and American were the only two history classes I, think we, I took in high school. So ninth grade was all. It seemed like it went like chronologically order. Ninth grade was like like American Revolution, like all that shit. Tenth grade was, um, like. I remember learning about in 10th grade, um, learning about like, um, what we talked about last week, like monopolies and like pretty much like the turn of what would that be? The 19th century, 20th century, like yeah. the, like all that shit, like the like late, like, so it'd be like civil war and then up to like 1900s junior year was definitely world war one and world war two. Um, and then senior year we'd govern econ. Yeah, I took Gov senior. I've been taking Gov junior year. I don't know if I'd count that as a history class, though, because that was just like understanding how like the American government works, like yeah. the Constitution and Bill of Rights and shit like that. One of my favorite classes of all time was junior year. I was doing Roman, so I got college uh, credits for this. 
Um, it yeah. was taught by Mike Yanish, who is the linebacker coach at at uh, at Whitehall, and he's awesome. Um, he um, it was called Issues of the Twenty First Century, and it was sick. Like we learned everything. So basically, the first day he played. Um, we didn't start the fire by Billy Joel. And he goes, this is what the class is all about. And so we learned about, like, so we learned all about, like, all everything, basically everything that was in that song. Like, yeah. pig, like up to, like, Ronald Reagan. It was sick. Like, we spent, like, a, like a whole week on, like, Cuban Missile Crisis. It was awesome. I love that class. And, like, he tied it in where it was, like, he'd, like, lecture us, but then we'd, like, talk about shit. I don't know. It just one of my, I, maybe it's because, like, not only was... Like, he, like, my dude, but then on top of that, the way the class was set up, and on top of, like, the topics that we talked about. I don't know. Yeah. Just the class. Yeah, I got you. Nice. So. That's what I would like to do. But now I got the cushy job of being a gym teacher, so I don't think I'll be doing that. Fair enough. So. We will see. There's um, I don't know if you saw this or if you have any interest, but like Netflix, I just I just started it. Um, has like a doc five part documentary series about nine eleven. Um, and like Did the you see that? yeah, so I started that. Um, I was I'm I got through two episodes then like turned it off, but um, it's pretty good so far. Like. It like just, it talks like what like what's it yeah like five so the parts first, that's like a, so, that's a long so thing. so so the lead up like the opening the intro to oh is like a timeline and it goes from like 1979 to 2001 or actually 2001 and then hits like 2009 which I'm guessing is when we or two I was it 2009 I forget what it was but it's like a timeline so the first part the first episode was all about like the day that actually happened. So, like, it talks about the three planes that actually, like, flew into shit. It talks about the fourth plane that, like, uh, went down in Pennsylvania. And it talks about, like, the ins and outs. And, like, it showed footage of, like, the airport, like, security about, like, terrorists, like, grabbing their bags and going into the plane, whatever. But then the second part was, like, a backstory of how Osama bin Laden came. So they talked about, like, the U.S. providing a ton of fucking dollars and ammunition all that shit for them against the soviets talked about that and then talked about like the um the 1993 bombings for or bombing for oh the, the oklahoma city building or whatever government building. no the world trade center oh 1993 was it? okay I, yeah i guess i forgot there was one first yeah like a first one. yeah so they talked about that and then they talked about like just everything about that. So I don't know what the third or fourth or fifth part is. I'm guessing. I, I'm just guessing here. The fifth part is going to conclude with like oh um Obama and like the tactics he had to like actually assassinate uh, Bin Laden and all that. I have no clue what the third or fourth or even guesses of what they could be. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say 9/11 like interests me because obviously it was like arguably the darkest day in American history, potentially. Um, but, like, the uh, the parts that I am most inclined to, like, watch uh, uh, like a re- retelling of or whatever is, like, the events of, like, 
people waking like the stuff that fascinates me is like okay you people woke up and then like you know you have like footage of just like people like i, I we watched the doc, i don't know if you ever saw this but there's a documentary in um that we watched in high school about these two filmmakers who like were just randomly um um like making a documentary about like uh of one of the fire departments in new york like one of the one of the I don't know, fire Matters. companies or the fire yeah. companies or whatever. And they happened to be like the fire company that was like in like lower Manhattan, who was one of the first to respond. And so like these guys like were, it's one of like only a couple uh, like camera footage or uh, whatever that filmed the first, like they caught the first, like they, they, pointed like everybody heard the noise and so you see the camera pointing up and you see the plane and then the camera just follows the plane until it hits the tower and then like all hell breaks loose and then they go with the fire company to the world trade center because at that point everybody thought it was just like an accident like oh no you know because that's like oh like pilot like maybe like had a like something happened to the pilot or whatever and then the second one hits and then it's like oh shit yeah, so, but but it, yeah, they, I don't. God, if, if you haven't seen that documentary, I, I recommend it. It's because it's like firsthand footage of like everything that happened the day of, and they they have like you know other people. There's like NYU students like filming out their like dorm windows and stuff. Yeah. it's just it's wild. Do you know what it's called? Uh, no, but you can I'll Google it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's they... just like it's just like fire department nine eleven documentary something like that. Yeah, I'll look it up. I mean. So they actually showed like one of the clips like for during the first episode. I um I've seen this in the past on YouTube and shit. Like when you go through that like rabbit hole, there yeah. there's a NYU student was filming outside of her either apartment or dorm or whatever. Yeah, like, the I, second I, one. Yeah, I, yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah, dude, it's like like I like I remember that day too. I don't know how well you remember that day, but like it was like I'll never forget that day because my dad was home. And my dad was never home from work when I came home from school. So it was weird for me seeing him. Like, I came home off the bus. And he, was, he, was, he was washing the car. And I was like, oh, dad, like, you're home. I thought it was, like, cool because, like, he was never home. And yeah. then I learned all the shit. And then, like, later on, I would ask him, like, hey, like, why were you home? And, and he told me that, uh, that his, company, they, his company was, like, headquartered in one of the World Trade Centers or whatever. So they thought it was an attack on them at first. They didn't know like what the hell was going on. So they sent everyone home, not knowing it was a like attack on America type of yeah. thing. I remember very little, but the one thing that stands out in my mind is that my mom came and picked up me and my sister from school yeah. as opposed to us just taking the bus. And I was like, Oh cool, mom came to pick us up. Don't take the bus today. That's nice. I don't know when I actually learned what happened like i have to believe that when i got home my parents like had the news on and everything but like we were in second grade we were what five like no we were seven eight you would have been eight no i was in second grade i was not yeah second grade yeah you're eight in second grade dude yeah no because you're like five in kindergarten no no six or seven no you're you're, yes you are dude yes you are yes you're eight in second grade. You turn you turn eight in second grade. Wait, I guess because, yeah, well, 2000. Jesus we, Christ. We, we, well, no, because we were. You were 1993 that happened in 2001. What's 2001 minus 1993? You're right. I had just turned eight. 
Some people might Correct. have been seven. You Correct. Were seven. Yeah, exactly what it is, though. You were eight. I was seven. All right. That just seems weird that I was – that seems old for second grade, but whatever. No, I'm right. You're wrong. Remember, I'm no, always I right. No, well, yeah. I, well, this is just math, so I can't argue. The, no, so um, going, going off that, so I remember coming out of gym class and seeing, like, a shit ton of parents. Like, so the gym was right by, like, the front office. And I remember seeing legit, like, 40 parents, like, trying to pick up their kids. I just thought it was, like, weird. And then getting on the bus, I forget her name, but I hated this one girl that was on my bus. She was in fourth grade, and I was, like, so I forget what her name was, dude. But I'll never forget her saying, oh, we didn't do anything today because we watched the plane hit the tower. I was like, okay, like, whatever. And then, like, going home, I remember, like, watching, like, shit. But the one thing going off like what your mom said about picking you up, or what you said about your mom picking you up, my mom said, and you're not pretty good. Like she's not dramatic or anything. Yeah. Like that, yeah. But she was like terrified. She thought like the whole like Northeast. She, like she too. She said she she says that she thought the whole Northeast was going to be under attack, and like we not have like a Northeast of America anymore. Like she was like she wanted my dad to go down and pick up um, like me and Reagan. But I guess like the school sent out an email or a phone call and said we we're at, like we have a like hundred at our front door. Like if you like don't kids, please don't like work out us or whatever. I don't know what they said, but yeah. so we stayed in school the whole day. Yeah, and that, well, that's an interesting point. Like I wonder if, and again, I maybe it, I don't remember it as well. Obviously, it was probably a huge deal, and I guarantee you that like every teacher was, like, under their breath, like, talking about it, like, trying to, like, watch the news without, like, scaring a bunch of elementary school kids. But I have to believe that, considering what, I mean, like, Allentown, like, kind of where you grew up, is an hour from New York, like, not much more than that. So it, like, you could have had people whose, like, parents, like, commuted no. to New York City for work, I feel like. No, no, like, we, we, know, we know a bunch of families that, that were either affected or had that exact situation with that shit, dude. Like, yeah, exactly. Or, whereas, whereas I didn't like I, it was yeah. New York felt like a different world to me when I was growing up because it was yeah. just so far away. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, again, never wanted to like throw this out there, but imagine if like that fourth plane like went to DC and took out like the Capitol building or even White House. Like that would have been like everyone was evacuated by then. But Jesus Christ, dude! Like, yeah. Are you talking about Flight ninety three? Yeah. Talk about. I mean, biggest group of badasses. Oh, dude, uh, th- those the they the one year for the ESPYS. I think it was the ten year anniversary. I forget when it was, but I remember watching the ESPYS, and they gave like the Arthur Ashe Courage Award to that whole group. And to hear like the one dude called his wife or left yeah, a voice message. Well, yeah, yeah, they have that. Like that's like a famous thing. That's like. Isn't that the one that's, like, painted on, like, it's on the memorial they have, like, they quoted, uh, where it's like, hey, babe, don't know what happened, but it's not looking good type thing. And he's like, we're, we got a bunch of guys, we got a group or whatever, we're going we're gonna to make sure these guys are stopped or something, like, paraphrasing that, that but like, like, there was, like, something where he's like, hey, like, we're, we're going to go after them, so if something bad happens, I, so, I'm sorry, I love you, but, like, we're going to stop these guys or something. It is the yeah. biggest badass thing. Ever in my life. I like I actually have goosebumps right now just thinking about it. Yeah. 
I mean, like, because, like, like, God, like, obviously, like, we'll never know, but just, like, what, what, like, what was the scene on the plane? Like, obviously, oh, they dude. broke into the cockpit. Well, I'm saying, like, obviously, like, whoever those terrorists were, like, they, they somehow got into the cockpit, they compromised, killed, I don't know, tied up the, I don't know, who knows what they did to the pilot, the co-pilot, and then took over the plane. But then there had to have been more, they had to have, like, guards, like, people, like, walking up and down the aisle, making sure that nobody tried to, like, like, and then these dudes just, like, go for it. And they, I, I don't, but the thing, I don't know if this is the right one, but the, the one flight, I guess they broadcasted or, like, re, like relayed messages to um, FAA or whatever, and they, they would think they were, like, talking to, like, the, the plane, but instead they, like, the intercom to the control towers or whatever, but they were threatening, like, saying, hey, we have a bomb on board, so, like, don't try to, like, stop us or something, and yeah. for, for those group of people just to say, fuck it, we're going after these guys, and another thing, too, that after watching this um, documentary that always pops in my head, how the hell, in 2001, did people have enough service to one call home while you're on a flight, but then also, like, I can't get service or anything when I'm on a flight now. So how did people back in, 20, in 2001, tw- more than 20 years ago, have s- enough service to call home and be like, "Hey, this is what's going on," or be able to talk to you? You know, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, I don't know. I don't know how cell phone logic works. So, uh-huh. although you know what, maybe. Do you remember, because maybe they did this, because I remember this, back when I was, like, first, first flying in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, around that time, you had, like, there was a phone on the back of the, like, per per chair, like, it was, like, one of, it was like a brick phone that you would take, and you could call, it was, like, crazy expensive, crazy, like, multiple dollars a minute, but you could make a phone call from the plane using the plane, so it had to have been that, it couldn't have been, maybe. Cell phone. It had yeah. to have been that. Yeah, like you ever see Die Hard two when they're doing that? Uh, no, I've only ever seen the first Die Hard. Well, they do that in Die Hard too, so I guess you're right. Yeah, that good. Po- that's a good point. Yeah. Another thing, also, like going off this topic, another thing I always like learning about, but also watching about is the Boston bombings too. I never really got into that. That was our freshman year, wasn't it? Yeah, like very end, like our last month. Yeah, I remember because I was I was at. New doing pledge stuff, and then they were we were all like in a guy's, um, like one of the guys' rooms watching TV, watching what was going on. That me and my freshman year roommate talked more during those like three days of madness than we did yeah, all during, year, like during the manhunt and all that. Yeah, yeah, that is the only time we talked ever, like, and actually had the conversation. That was the legit the only time. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Maybe I'll uh, check out that mini series on Netflix. Yeah, it's pretty. I, again, I've only seen the first two, but it's pretty well put together so far. Yeah. Nice. Damn. Are you walking home? Or are you yeah. back? No, I'm walking home. Wow, what's up? 
nothing when you get home. Sox are playing on national TV if you're bored. Dodgers, right? Yeah. I'll probably throw it on. Go Sox. Uh, up against Kershaw, so I have very low expectations. Yeah. See what happens. The Phils are on at nine. Oh, what time is it? Uh, the Phils are on right now. Yeah, I saw they're playing somebody on the West Coast. Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Yeah, they're up one nothing right now, and right. a two. They uh, they're getting hot, man. They're getting hot. Yeah. We'll see. Sox. Uh, yeah. Sox were getting hot. They were gonna win like their fourth or fifth series in a row until they completely, completely shit the bed two games in a row against Miami. Two ninth inning leads, both times bullpen just completely shits the bed. Yeah. That's right. Five one lead, five to one lead, and we blew it. That is could not be more frustrating. It's whatever. I mean, I I that. But also think about the Phillies have gone in the last ten games. They're eight and two, right? And they're still a game below five hundred. That's how bad the Phillies were. Well. I have a hard time feeling bad for you because you got to watch, and I know you have a different opinion of this, but you got to watch your team play in the World Series last year, whereas I, the best I've gotten was getting shit on by the Astros in the first round of the playoffs two years ago. So I, I don't feel very bad for you right now. If you go from, like, as close as you can get to winning the World Series without actually winning it, and now you're having a, a rough match. Oh, that World Series, dude. That we had it in the bag and we shit the bed. We two one lead. You stole a game in Houston. You win game three. You shellac them in game three, and then game four you went on there. You absolutely shit the bed and get no hit. Makes yeah. me. I thought game four was gonna be like raucous and. Like fucking yeah. nail in the coffin, yeah. Like pretty much nail, like so it would have been like the icing on, like nail in the coffin. Then game five would have been the clincher and icing on the cake. No, complete opposite. Yep. Hate the Astros. Yeah, it was fucking, fucking PA. Fuck this. I'll have my imagine about that. Yep. I hate these West Coast games though, because like, it feels like, I mean, I could games don't, the game started like nine ten, so it I only watched the first like three innings, so it feels like I'm not even you know it seems like the the Sox are just not playing because I'm yeah. not watching them, so kind of annoying, but whatever. What about the fucking? <sighs> Mets and Yankees now, too. Yeah. I'm just catching up on scores right now. I haven't looked at any scores today for anything other than the Golden Knights just dunking oh, on Florida. Dude, when, like, that was almost like when um Brazil – who is it? Germany beat Brazil? Germany, 7-1, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, like, 9-3. Like, how many, like – 
times in the regular season was there a nine goal spot. Yeah, not many, if at all. I'll even give you seven. Like, give me a seven goal spot, and you add two more goals on top of that. Like, yeah. I was, like, I was like, I was fine with whoever won. I was actually pulling for the Panthers, but like, whatever. So I'm like, you know, I'm not upset. Like Vegas, I'm not upset. It's not like one of the Canadian teams or Dallas or any of these other stupid cities that have hockey. So. Yeah. Speaking of sport, you know what I completely forgot about and I'm pumped for, and I, you probably aren't at all, but. Soccer. Well, the Women's World Cup starts in like a month. Go and USA. I love watching that. Like, dude, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, Team USA is, I'm so sure, the favorite going in. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, maybe, like, there's, like, the Englands and the Frances who are, and, like, the Swedens who are up there, the Netherlands. But I think, uh, you know, I'm going to look right now because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that uh, Team USA is in a position where they play another – who was it? Was it Thailand or Vietnam? Who they, they put, beat them like 13 to nothing and everyone was complaining about how many goals they scored? Oh, shut the fuck up. You know my fucking I know. theory Dumb, that. Dumbest, dumbest thing of all time. Goal differential matters. They could have lost their next game 13 nothing. You need to score every goal you can. You should never stop scoring goals. If you're, if you're complaining about a team – Scoring, coach your defense. It's one thing. It's one You're thing. In the World Cup. It's that. It's one, and it's also like in football. Like it's one thing to be doing like flea flickers when you're up like forty nine nothing. But it's also different if you just run the ball to run the clock out, and the opposing team can't stop you for dick. Shut the fuck up, dude. Your team sucks. Yeah. Like fuck. Shut the fuck up. Such pussy shit. Let's see. Oh, uh, well, we pl- oh god, well we play Vietnam. You play what? Didn't they play Wales, or they're gonna play Wales soon? I'm looking. I think I saw that. It was like a. I don't know. Okay, our group is Vietnam, who is uh, gonna probably be pretty terrible. Um, where are they? Uh, but then the Netherlands and Portugal. Netherlands are really good. The Netherlands came in third, I think, last World Cup. I think no, we beat them in the final. We beat the Netherlands in the final last World Cup, so they're legit. Portugal is probably good just because But, yeah, that Vietnam game is going to be another potential 13 nothing game. So get ready for everybody to start complaining. Fuck 13 nothing. Go for 20 nothing. Yeah. Pussies. Yeah, I, I might watch... Two minutes of, of the Women's World Cup. I will watch every second of every Team USA game. When's it start? Uh, let me tell you. The first Team USA's first game is July 26th. Ugh. Month and change from now. Okay. I love that, though. Like At that point, the Sox very well could just be pretty much done for the year, depending on if they decide to be sellers at the trade deadline. And so I'll just give up watching baseball and watch this until football, essentially, because it goes to like the end of August. Because the, the final is my birthday, August 20th. Perfect. And then the next weekend football starts. So 
beautiful. I'm, dude, I'm so excited for a football start. It's unreal. I just like, but both my teams are gonna be awesome this year, or should be awesome on paper. Penn State and the Eagles. Yeah, I've got Penn State and a Bears team that, you know, started the rebuild is officially started. So we're, you know, gonna be pushing for five, six wins this year. We'll see what happens. I mean. The division's kind of opening up, you know. Kirk Cousins is on his way out. I, I mean, I like what Detroit's doing with their roster and with their team. Yeah. Rodgers um, finally gone. Yeah, he's gone. I mean. Yeah, I wonder yeah. who the team to beat is going to be in the uh, – NFC. Would, maybe it'll be the, the Lions. With I, I, I was going to say the Lions. Yeah, it'll probably be the Vikings. Like, just, I don't know. I don't really pay attention much. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just so excited. Like, I live for football, but then just the fact that my team should be phenomenal this year, I'm just giddy. Yeah. Oh. Fucking hate that song, Clevenger. See how those twins did today. Maybe we can pick up a game. Go Brewers. They uh they they walked it off last night. Yeah, I know. Cleveland's losing. Dang, they won again. Who are they playing next? They better be because play- we're gonna get swept by the Dodgers. Oh great, they play the Tigers. You might, get, you might not get swept. Look, By look, the Dodgers? Look what the A's are doing to the Rays right now. The Rays are the best team in baseball, and the A's are the worst team in baseball, and the, the Rays might sweep them. Well, yeah, but the Twins, having dealt with the Twins as, like, the bane of the White Sox for as long as I can remember, they're bound to – just keep maintaining because what's going to happen is the Sox will slump, but they'll stick around. And then the minute we start winning games, the twins will start winning games. And so we'll never pick up any slack on the central. And then we'll just finish the year at 500 like we did last year. And that'll just be a huge disappointment. Third place. I'm hoping the Phils can turn around summer. Where are you guys at? Like, who, who's in? Is it are the Braves in first? I have no idea. What Braves the, are in first. Like. Braves are in first. Um, Marlins are in second. Yeah. Well, pre- we didn't do you any favors. I apologize because we <laughs> fucked that up pretty good. Yeah, Braves are in. Or, uh, uh, Marlins are in second. Pretty sure we're in third. Let me look. Then the Mets. Did the Mets just collapse this year? The Mets have just had so many, like, injuries, and they didn't get off to a hot start. They're a mess right now. And then they lost last night to the Yankees. I think we're, like, a game or two ahead of the Mets, and then Nationals on the bottom. Nationals. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we're – yeah, Braves first, Marlins second, us third. We're two games ahead of the Mets, and Nationals were six games ahead. They're the bottom feeders. 
How many games out of first are you? Eight and a half. Oof. What's your record? 33 and 34. A lot of slack to pick up there for a wild card. Yeah. So, I mean, if, I mean, there's 100 games left. But as of right we're only two and a half games back for the wild card. Oh, really? That's not bad. Yeah. So, nothing. Nothing too bad. Nothing too bad. But it's like, um, what was it? A couple of years ago, the Braves were in last place and yeah. in the division. Came, yeah, it came back, won the division, and then won the World Series. Yeah. What, are your, what were your thoughts on Dodger Stadium? Overrated. It looks like a really big minor league ballpark to me. I mean, it was built in, in like the '60s, so like, it's it's not going to be anything flashy, and like, it really didn't have anything to make it like. So it's a legendary stadium because of the history with it, and because it's Dodger Stadium and all that shit. But like, when you go there, there's really nothing to it that makes you go, "Wow, like this is a cool stadium" or anything like that. So, you know, whatever. I wish I would have gone to a game there when my sister lived in LA, but whatever. Yeah, but um, yeah, I could. I should have gone this week. That was one of the most boring games of all time that I ever went to. Um, it was one. It was Dodgers Rockies, and it. I think there was a combined like maybe five hits, and yeah. the game ended in a one nothing Rockies win. <laughs> it was awful. Pretty boring. Yeah, it was, dude. Like, probably the worst game I've ever been to in terms of, like, action or anything like that. Yeah. I'm going to the Sox game on Tuesday. Oh, yeah? That's cool. Who are you going with? My aunt and uncle. It's Polish Heritage Night, so they want <laughs> to go. So, I uh, I said, why not? I'm That's in. sick. I'm going. Playing the, playing the Rangers, who are surprisingly good this year. Rangers. Yeah. That's good. That'll be a fun time. I'm going on Wednesday. I got a group of teachers uh, to go, so I'm throwing a tailgate. And then, oddly enough, Kelsey Bowman, um, her old roommate, her boyfriend, and her dad that I'm really close to beat, um, they're going to the game. I was like, oh, you should just stop by the tailgate. So I'll be throwing a decent-sized tailgate for a Phillies game. And then – Who are they playing? The Braves. Nice. And then the next day, I actually have uh, a uh, it's a day game um, with my tickets, my season tickets. So I'm going that game too. So I have two games this week. Not bad. No, it's a fun time. But hopefully, we can pick up a couple games on the Braves. Yeah, Let's see what, if I can. They, they swept a day-night doubleheader today with the Tigers, so that didn't help anything. Help me. I guess. I need the Tigers to lose. You see um, Javi Baez was complaining about Detroit fans booing him. Why were Detroit fans booing their own player? Because he sucks. He's pretty good. I think he's just having a slump year. 
Oh, Jake Berger. Jake Berger. Jake Berger. Let's play. a boy. What happened? Home run. Oh, what's the score? One nothing. Yeah, one nothing. The solo shot. This dude doesn't like do anything. He's our DH, and but he's hit like he hasn't. He's been like up from AAA, sent back down with injuries and stuff. Like just comes up and down, and then he came up and then just started hitting a bunch of home runs. And he just that's all he really does. So it's kind of cool. He's hit like fifteen, and he's played in like. Maybe a little over half the games. He's probably like 50. He's in like the 12 to 15 home run range, I think, for like maybe he's played in 40 games. So it's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad at all. But no, I'll take it. We're beating Clayton Kershaw. Take that. One nothing socks. Go socks. Go socks. Every window that I walk by tonight, there's a cat that's just sitting in it and staring at me, and it freaks me out. I hate dude. Cats. I oh, I love window cats. I like actively. I, you know, uh, you know, you know, Jordy Brett's fiance. Yeah, she runs an Instagram account for Ugh. window cats in Chicago. Fucking hate cats, dude. They're fucking so. There's I hate cats. There's this I, one. God, I, I was just gonna say I will never, ever, ever allow my kids or wife to have a cat. I don't all know of them. <laughs> all of my friends have cats, and so I, I was kind of anti cat, but then I started hanging out with them, and now oh. I kind of love cats. And I there's this cats. one cat who lives in this. There's like an apartment on the same block as me that I walk past all the time, and it, the garden unit. They have a cat, and the cat just sits in their windowsill all day. And every time I walk past, I like go out of my way to check the window to see if the cat's there. And I love seeing him because he's just a good little bud. I fucking hate them. They're fucking disgusting. Not fun. They're losers. Like, no, I, I like on, cats. On the dating apps, if I see that you have a cat or you have like a cat selection like highlighted, automatic swipe. Like, get get rid of you. Automatic. Girl I matched with the other day, the picture I liked of hers was a picture of her holding her cat. And the first thing I said to her was, it's a great cat you got there. That's, no, that's another, another one of our conflicts of interest when it comes to, when it comes to chicks. And don't get me wrong. I love dogs too, but, but I feel like if I were to have a pet right now, I'd absolutely get a cat because the, they're so low maintenance. I don't want low maintenance. I want fun and enjoyment, and that's what you get yeah, with a dog. What I think about with a dog is waking up at 6.30 in the morning on a cold, snowy January day, and the first thing I have to do is bundle up to take the dog out to go to the bathroom. That sounds miserable. I'd rather just have a cat who goes to the litter box, and then I scoop oh, it once every other day. and then No. No, I will take being cold or rained on or any, whatever the case might be, for how much fun. The good outweighs the bad with dogs. I would never have a dog unless I was co-owning the dog. If it were like me and like somebody I was dating got a dog together, that is the only way I would get a dog. If I 
if I did not have a crazy schedule right now, I would automatically have a dog. Like if I if I didn't have like five different jobs and you know away for like a whole day at a time like with birds games or anything like that, I would a thousand percent have a dog right now. Yeah. Plus, I feel like I, I want a yard for if slash when I get a dog. Yeah, you gotta give them room. Yeah, I always feel bad when I see bigger dogs, like in the city, like especially like I've seen Australian shepherds. Like I used to live with two Australian shepherds when I lived in Michigan, and like the people I lived with had like a big plot of land, like plenty of room. But those dogs need room to run. If you got an Australian shepherd crammed in a tiny little apartment in Chicago, like that's cruel. <laughs> Yeah, like I like people like I see a lot of people like those really like small dogs. That's fine because they're you know like they're tiny little things. They don't need a lot of like room to run. But if you've got like a dog who's literally been bred to run like ten miles a day, and you're keeping them cooped up, it's terrible. Yeah, I agree. That yeah, agree. I I have so many dogs in my neighborhood though, and it's just like I don't know what it is. Like I know people have some people have yards, and other people just use like the grassy areas as like they are, but like I agree with that point, but then also like my neighborhood is filled with dogs and it's just cool to see. I have some pretty cool pretty cool looking dogs too. Yeah, there's a, a Bernese mountain dog who lives on the same block as me who I see a lot of great dogs. Her name's Phoebe. Phoebe? Yeah. That's an awful dog name. Well, she's a girl dog and Bernie's mountain dogs. I think if I ever get, if I, that's like my the one type of dog I'd want. Like, they are the coolest dog. I mean, I'm probably when I get a dog, I'm probably gonna rescue one. That's gonna be a mom. Well, yeah. But if I if if I had a choice, I'd probably get a lab, a yellow lab. Yeah. I would just want a, like I can't do small dogs. Oh no, they're I, to me any dog that is under 20 pounds or less is not a dog. It's a true toy. Well, I mean, the dog, my childhood dog was right around. He was like, he was a, he was a spaniel, which I could do a spaniel, but I could not do like a poodle or a chihuahua no, or a pug. No. Like th- they, those dogs make no sense to me. They're fucking, they're not dogs, they're rats. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like a, a retriever or a shepherd or a lab or a Bernie's mountain dog. Like those are, those are all great dogs. Ah, uh, all right. So I've got bases loaded, two outs, lead off hitter up to bat. What do you think happens? Uh, single count. Counts 0-1. First pitch, swing in a minute. Uh, now, now I'm going to say a strikeout. What can you do, T.A.? Oh, he grounds one to the third baseman who makes a clean play. Inning over. Damn. One nothing sucks. Hey, all you need is one. I mean, that was the case. Like, we... The amount of games that we won, like, scoring less than three runs, three runs or less, 
during like a little five game win streak we had was like because our starting pitching was going like six, seven innings deep, giving up no less than or no more than one run. And then our bullpen was just shutting down. So we were winning games, giving up one or no run. And then we shut the bet against the Marlins. And then we got – we gave up five runs last night, but we gave up four in the first. So you take away that inning, not too bad. Yeah, like on, on Monday, the, the Phillies had, had a guy hit the cycle and they lost the game 9-8. Right. And then they follow that up with the SA winning thirteen and three or fifteen fifteen and three. They lost fifteen or they won fifteen and three. Gee. Yeah. I uh I've never seen the cycle hit live. I've not like in a game I've been watching. I've not, yeah. We um last That seems game. like such a hard thing to like if you rank like hardest things to do in sports, hitting the cycle has to be high on that list. I mean, it's high, but... Uh, to hit a single, double, triple, and home run in one game? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. That's why it's one of those things that's talked about whenever it does get accomplished. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like... I was... The last Philly game I went to, um, Zach Wheeler, Philly's pitcher, had a no-hitter going... He, going into the eighth inning... And he yeah. got he got through seven and a third, and then he had his hit. He he let up a hit. That's the farthest I've ever seen a no hitter go into. Yeah. The first White Sox game I went to, Mark Mark Burley had a uh, perfect game through six. I love Mark Burley. Yeah, he's a man. I think Mark Burley is, like, when you look back and they rank, like, the the great White Sox players in history, Mark Burley is, like, him, Frank Thomas, and Paul Canerco were the... I mean, the he's, got, he's got to be the greatest pitcher that has ever put on the White Sox uniform, correct? Like, I can't, I can't think of a single White Sox pitcher that ever was, like, anything. Yeah, I mean, well... I mean, Mark Burley won a World Series, and he also threw a perfect game. So he accomplished everything a pitcher could ever hope to do. So he also had a no-hitter, for what it's worth. And fun fact, the the no-hitter that he threw, he picked off the guy that he walked. So he faced 27 batters. That's sick. But it wasn't perfect. It counted as a no-hitter, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, you know who it was? It was Sammy Sosa because it was against the Rangers. And it was really? after Sammy Sosa got traded to the Rangers. Yeah, he no-hit the Rangers, and this would have been probably like – it was after we won the World Series. It would have been like 2006 or seven. Um, yeah, Sammy Sosa was on the Rangers. Didn't Sammy, didn't Sammy Sosa start as a White Sox? Oh, I have no idea. Pretty, I'm pretty sure he did. I'll look that up. Sammy Sosa. What a guy. I saw him home run. Yeah? At Wrigley or somewhere else? No, in uh, Veteran Stadium. 
Did he do the little hop thing that he would always do? I don't know. I remember. I just remember. So I remember going to Philly games as like a young kid, and I remember seeing him, Mark McGuire, and Jeff Bagwell hit home runs in, in Veterans Stadium. Yeah. Mark McGuire. I loved Mark McGuire. Yeah, he was the man. <laughs> I watched it out. Yeah, home runs. I um. The other, the other day, I just watched like his all of his home runs from that 1998 season. I, it was like an 18 minute YouTube video. I watched it. Didn't he hit like 70 or some absurd number like that? Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, I didn't hear you say the number. 70, yes. Beautiful. They should just let. I mean, if. if if everybody can use steroids, then it doesn't give anybody an advantage. And it would be much more entertaining watching pitchers throw like 110, dudes hitting balls 500 feet. <laughs> so I'm here for that. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 try to, they try to do that when they juice the balls a couple years ago. Yeah, but that, gives, that doesn't really help the pitchers at all. No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, steroids would, because pitchers would throw harder, but hitters would be stronger. I mean, I think... I don't know. I mean, I think there's, 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 a, there, there's like, a maximum the human body can throw a baseball. What's the, do you know what the fastest pitch ever recorded was? I, I'm going to guess 105 or 106. I think it's been 105. Yeah. I saw um, the Twins closer hit 104, I think, the other day. Yeah, and t- 10, 10 to 20 years ago, that was not happening. The highest you would ever see would be like 96 or 97. And all, all of a sudden, you have dudes just pumping gas left and right. Yeah. Who knows? Well, now we're officially in baseball season now, too, because hockey's over, basketball's over. Yep. Hmm. The only thing left. Just need August to come. Yeah. Week zero, college football, and then... You have week one, and then you have just football nonstop of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yep. Dude, it's going to be – and then in October, it's every day of the week because the Mac plays on Tuesday, and there's games on Wednesday too. So you have football on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's fantastic. Yep. Although, I mean, there's a very low likelihood that I actually watch those Tuesday, Wednesday games. Oh. I live for those. Just, like, boring. I don't know. If I got – if I found, like – like, sometimes I'm just in the mood to watch a totally random game like that, and then I will, but it's – 
few and far between. No, to me, it's just football. That's the best oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. No. We will see. It's going to be great, though. I'm just... Uh. Penn, Penn State didn't get any recruits this weekend, too. I was surprised at that. Yeah. Remember me telling you that, that kid who was uh, getting recruited from Penn State who got offered for my school? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's not going there. Where's he going? UConn. Why the hell? I guess because he'd play at UConn. He probably wouldn't play at Penn State then. Well, he, he wants to be a tight end instead of defensive end. So, uh, UConn, Temple, and um, Boston College were recruited for a tight end position. So, he he just took his official visit to UConn this past weekend. And he's going to – he t- he gave him verbal, but he's going to commit on August 6th, his birthday. What is the ration? I mean, UConn is the word like, – actually the worst college football team of the past, you know, couple of years. What is the draw? Like, why is he like, oh, yeah, I want to go to UConn. I mean, you go to you go to Temple, it's in your backyard. You go to Boston College, at least you're in a cool city and you're playing in a power conference. UConn is in the middle of nowhere. It's a terrible team and they don't play anybody fun. Why would anybody want to go to UConn? I, that's what I was telling the head coach who works also works at the school with me. And he, I think, he, I don't know who I believe, but the coach would always talk about UConn moving into the Big 12 and how he, he would always, the coach would always say, oh, that's big football. I was like, first of all, that's basically the American Conference nowadays besides like half of the old Big 12 because you have like Cincinnati, Houston, UConn, yeah. all those other schools moving in. Yeah, so it's not really it's not really big football anymore. Yeah, like, yeah, you have the t- you have, you have that the conference title, but like, let's be real, man. And then I was like, that brought up BC, and he's like, oh, I I'd much rather like go go to play at UConn. And then and then he brought up like Jim Moore's coaching there and all that. But like, to me, it's like, I I mean, Temple just sucks too. But like, I don't know. I think. I think the the coach at Chester that, that's the reason why I didn't I, I I decided not to coach there this fall. It was because I don't I don't like first of all I don't like the program at Chester, but then secondly I don't like the coaching staff either. So yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna make myself go through that. But I think he was in the players' ear and said like oh like oh Big Twelve Big Twelve. But then he would then he would like um wait is UConn even going to the Big Twelve? Yeah, I mean nothing official yet. Uh, yeah, like ba- it makes sense maybe for basketball, but for basketball, you're in a good like the Big East is already a good basketball conference. Like I, maybe there's more money on the table, but like it's going to be UConn versus money, Kansas man. every year for the worst team in a Power Five conference. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know, but like Big Twelve, like the or ACC. Are you kidding me? The ACC is a better conference than the Big Twelve. Like the fact that the, the fact that the coach was like, "Oh, Big Twelve, Big 12, when the other option was the ACC, which is 
easily. I mean, yeah. Now with the moves being made, the ACC is the clear third best conference in football. That's what I was saying too. I was just like, I don't, I, I don't want to like, have it for the kid. But if you're talking about what situation I go to, I go to freaking Boston College out of those three schools. Oh, without a doubt. Cooler area Plus too. It's, it's yeah. Oh yeah, you're in like. When we Derek didn't live far from there, like we walked around the BC campus, like it's a good, good area by far and away academically the best school of the three. Like you're in Boston, you're playing in ACC. Like there, I'm actually baffled that he wouldn't. That was foot out of the zone. A terrible call that he wouldn't pick BC. Whatever, not my call. Whatever. I really wanted Penn State just to say he went to Penn State, but respect it. Yeah. Oh, Luis Roberts says, get out of town. boy. Two nothing socks. Let's go. on the year for the big man. Nice. 104 off the bat, 390 feet. Beautiful. That's good. Right. Fills are up 2 nothing. Socks are up 2 nothing. Nice. Look at us. Okay. Right to that weird bullpen thing. That's like a diagonal. That's like vertical in the left field outfield of Dodger Stadium. I kind of want to do a baseball road trip through California. I feel like isn't where the Padres play supposed to be one of the coolest stadiums? Yeah, Petco Park is awesome. The the town, the, the, the area around Petco Park is awesome as well. We went there after Ryan's wedding. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick. I need to start doing baseball trips for the Sox. I was gonna go. I was gonna go to Denver because the Sox play the Rockies in a weekend series in August, but it's my birthday weekend, so I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to go to Denver and watch the Sox over my thirtieth birthday. So, but I will one day because my sister lives like fifteen minutes from the stadium. Yeah, what are the plans for your thirtieth? Nothing yet. See what happens. You only got two more months, man. Yeah. Two months and a couple days. Yeah. That's so good. Let's see what happens. Who's in first place in the NL West? It's not the Dodgers. Who? You cut out. I think it's the Diamondbacks. The so many weird teams are good this year. The Diamondbacks. Yeah. The the, the, the Pirates. The Pirates. The Marlins. The Rangers. The freaking. Um, um, 
the Orioles. Strange times. I love watching it. I love yeah. watching the Mets suck, though. Yeah. I hate them so goddamn much. Me and the Twins. I, like, I don't... I mean, it, it, granted, you're in the division, but I, I... Like, that's just weird to hear that you, someone hates the Twins. Yeah, I mean, they're such a whatever team, but yeah, they've just been the thorn on the White Sox side for the longest time. Like, to me, it's really here, weird hearing somebody say they hate the Mets. Because my opinion, like, the Yankees are the, like, the, you know, like, the New York team. But then the Mets are just, like, the afterthought. They're just scumbag. I mean, I hate the, I hate the Yankees. I used to debate who I hate more, but... Um, The Mets are just scumbags. They're just such losers. That's a stadium I'd like to go to as well. Shitty field? Is it actually bad or is that just what you call it? I just call it that because it's city field, but I just changed the shitty field. I mean, it's, it's nothing great for how much money and how new it was. There was nothing to it. Yeah. What's what's in your opinion the best stadium? I know you've told me this, but I Wrigley, Fenway, Camden Yards, Old Yankee Stadium. All right, the, of of the newer of the newer one because I mean, like of the newer ones. Yeah, like you don't count Wrigley, don't count Fenway. Um, like built within the oh, past like twenty years. Atlanta's new new stadium is awesome. Petco, yeah. Um, Ballpark is awesome. That's not even being a homer either. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else. Um, Speaking of stadiums, do you have to go to the uh, – did you – have you seen a game at the new Twin Stadium? Yeah, at Target Field. Seen, yeah, have you been there? Because yeah. that's not – how old is Target Field? Like, uh, probably twelve years. See, that seems old to me. I feel like I feel 13? like it's new. It's between I, ten and fifteen years. It's it's I, longer than ten years because I went there in twenty ten, in twenty ten or twenty eleven. I went I there in twenty ten or twenty eleven. I don't know why I have this thought that it's like five years old but I do for some reason but I also I saw a game in the dome way back in the day the metronome yeah that's funny yeah it was weird seeing like all of like the huge bleachers like that they would roll out for football just like pushed back for people. yeah I dome seems suck yeah I think, I mean, everyone always says that by a mile, the worst stadium is Tropicana. No. By the hell. False. So? Oh, oh, the Oakland Coliseum is worse than, than, than Tropicana. Well, that's going to be gone before too long. I remember taking the train, because when I lived in San Ramon, we would, like in outside of San Francisco, 
we would take the train to San Francisco and you'd have to go like this. You'd go back. Like the Oakland Coliseum had a stop. And I remember just looking at it like, damn, that thing is just the most rusted out piece of junk I've ever seen in my entire life. The fact that Oakland ever got two professional sports teams, let alone one, like, why did anybody think that was a good idea? You had San Francisco. I mean, I get it. Like, it, it's a big, it's a big, the Bay Area has a shit ton of people. Like, maybe warrants two teams. But go to San Jose. San Jose has more space. San Jose is not, like, just, like, a, across the water from it. Like, it gives, it, like, spreads things out a little bit more. Like, just absolutely baffling that they decided to go with Oakland as a home for two, three, because that's where the Golden State used to play there, used to play in Oakland. I know that. They, they, three. That baffles me. Everything should have been in San Francisco, have some residuals down in San Jose, call it a day. It's weird how some cities got sport teams and others didn't like like Kansas City. Like some of these like small ass cities like San Diego. Why would it like um Nashville? How did that get a hockey team? How did that like it's just weird to think about it. Yeah. I mean I guess it makes sense because if there's like a gap in the country, like you fill the void with a like Kansas City makes sense because it's big enough. Like, there's nothing. There's no other professional sports teams around there. So, like, give them football and baseball. Yeah, but how did how did like Minnesota get a fucking baseball team when it like is freezing ass cold in April, probably most of May, and then all of October and probably mostly September? I mean, what about Toronto? Yeah. Same thing. I mean, Toronto's a dome, but Minnesota used to be, so it's not like that yeah. played into it at all. I mean, yeah, why, does, why does Dallas and Florida have hockey teams? Money. Yeah. But, I mean, Florida has two hockey teams, which is just makes no sense to me. And they're both like... How many times has the Lightning won the Stanley Cup in the past couple of years and Florida was in it this year? It's like they're actually good too, which is the most shocking part. That pisses me off too. What? Any hockey team below the Mason Dixon line that wins the Stanley Cup is wrong. I mean, that's probably 75% of the league. I know, but I hate it because hockey is like a northern sport. I want. Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit, uh, New York, Philadelphia, Boston, or anywhere in Canada, and that's it. Those are the only locations that should ever win the Stanley Cup. I mean, nobody on the West Coast, nobody South, nobody Southwest, nobody Southeast, Midwest, East Coast. Canada. Yeah, but hockey's becoming huge in like Arizona and Alabama and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, like it's getting massive down there. Huh. 
Got to grow the game, man. Yeah. I want to see, um, like, Tan- the Rays are going are gonna to relocate oh, pretty soon. that's not good. That's not good. Got G. Oh, okay, good. Never mind. That's fine. The Rays are going to relocate? To where? Think about Charlotte, uh, Nashville. Um, I think those were the two cities that were, like, coming down. Let's go to Nashville. Charlotte would not make sense to me. Charlotte's not that big. Like, it's surprising me that Charlotte has an NFL team and an NBA team. Yeah. I mean. I guess that's kind of like, like, I guess Indianapolis does. Indianapolis and Charlotte are probably the same size. Like, Milwaukee, like. I mean, Pittsburgh's not that big. No. But, like, Pittsburgh has more. Like, San Francisco isn't that big. But, like, San Francisco is, like, a hot – it's, like, a major market just because it's San Francisco. Like, I feel like – I bet get San like Francisco that, big. San Francisco has less than a million people living there. All right. That, it, Pittsburgh I mean, has, the, like, 300,000 people. Has what? Pittsburgh has, like, 300,000 people. No, there's no way it's that low. I'm going to look. Yeah, dude. It's under it's under five hundred thousand. I know that for a fact. Look that up, and this will be the I second time I'm right. Three hundred three hundred thousand four hundred thirty one. Yeah, yeah. That's see, shocking to me. I'm shocked by that. Cleveland Again, is only three hundred sixty seven. Right. Dang, San Francisco is like eight hundred thousand, something like that. Yeah, exactly. see, so it's still massive. Yeah, 815, yeah. Let's see the largest U.S. Let's see where that falls. Philadelphia, I think, six now because Phoenix took it over. They're either fifth or sixth. Uh, let's go. Let's see here. New York, L.A., Chicago. Phoenix, right? Houston. Houston, then Phoenix, then Philly. Yeah, then San Antonio, then San Diego, then Dallas. San Austin. Antonio? Really? Yeah, that point, shocks me. One point four million, yeah. That shocks me. I never, I never would have guessed. I thought Dallas would have been higher. Yeah, San Diego is bigger than Dallas too. Then Austin, Jacksonville, San Jose, Fort Fort Worth. Is well, Dallas. I guess Dallas and Fort Worth. I combine the two a yeah. lot. If you combine Dallas and Fort Worth, they're over two million people. Yeah, see, so that so. would that would prompt them into fit. Yeah, yeah. I will. You're splitting hairs at that point. Yeah, Columbus is. I'm shocked that Columbus is nine hundred thousand people. It really? Seem that big to me? Yeah, nine hundred and seven thousand. No. Uh, yeah, it's bigger than San Fran. It's bigger than Denver. It's bigger than Nashville. It's bigger than Washington D.C. It's bigger than Boston. Like they have the name recognition. Yeah. Dang, Salt Lake City only has 200,000 people. That was a weird city to go out in. Yeah, because it's all Mormons. Yeah. 
All right, well, I didn't realize it was getting late, so. I was I was waiting for you to uh, say something. I haven't been checking the time. I got – my whole clock got thrown off because – I was, you know, watching the socks makes me think it's like eight o'clock at night when it's, actually, you know, when it's actually ten. So. All right, you want me to run? For... You want me to run through my five things? Yeah, go for it. And we did touch base on one on on three of these. I actually wrote these down before this, so don't think I just bullshit them. But no, one, I, I hate. The fact that the Mets black jerseys look so cool because I hate the Mets and don't want to give them credit on anything. There. I hate hoagies that are dry. Okay. I hate the Oakland A's fans. I hate the city of Oakland, and I hate the whole revoice boycott they did last night. Yeah, well, here. I didn't really understand what that was. Do you want to explain to me what they did? Fucking... So like, they have they've been averaging like seventy nine thousand or seventy nine hundred fans per game. Sometimes like sometimes even a lot lower than that. Um, and last night they wanted to show like the owner up by like getting a bunch of people to like go to the game and like chant like sell the team and like the 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 owner sucks and all this shit. So, like, there was a massive movement for, like, everyone to show up last night at the game as, like, a reverse boycott. Because, like, typically, if fans don't want or don't like the owner, they won't go because it, like, hurts their pockets type of thing. But last night, they crammed the, o- the Oakland Coliseum like losers. And, and uh, just chanted a bunch of shit last night. I just fucking hate that shit. Interesting. I'm back to chewing in your ear. I'm sure you noticed that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't have anything to add this time around. Yes, put the charge into one. To the wall. a boy. We're hitting Clayton Kershaw like quite well. We have like six hits in the fourth. 107 off the bat. Not bad. Is Clayton Kershaw still considered one of like the premier pitchers in baseball? Falling off at all. I, I mean, he's fallen off. I wouldn't, he doesn't get as much buzz anymore as he does, but or as he did. But I'd say he's in the top ranking, but I wouldn't say he's the premier guy group anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Debating how much of this game I'm going to watch before I go to bed. I just watch, watch a decent amount. It's already the fourth inning. I've watched pretty much half of it. Yeah. It sucks because we play the Mariners after this, and then we come home for a series, and then we go back to play the Angels. 
So I'm going to be watching West Coast games like more often than not for the next two weeks. Yeah, that's awful. That long stretch. I just hate how we come, we play the Mariners, and we come like home for one series versus the. Uh, we play the Dodgers over the weekend. We play the Mariners, and we come home to play the Rangers, and they go back to play Anaheim. Like, why didn't why did they do that? Why not just like put us on a three series road stretch on the West Coast instead of coming home for one series just to turn around and go back? It makes no sense. I don't know. I don't understand the scheduling at all. Yeah. Um, you good, man? Yeah, I'm good if you're good. I'm good. All right, good, well. I guess I'll talk to you next time. Yeah, we'll figure out when, next Wednesday because I'm going to that Philly game, so I might be a little bit uh, under the weather, per se, at night, but I'll let you know. That's fine. Let me know. Yeah, I'll well. Be around. All right, dude. All right, dude. Well, I'll talk to you later, all right, man? Yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you, man. Have a good one. You too. Bye.